0: Roth one was over <laughs> Parents won
1: Kids, sip I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing That it was all started by a mouse
0: Did we just become best friends? Yep Gentlemen Start your engines
1: To infinity and beyond
0: Touch of madness around here.
1: Hello, everybody! Welcome to DDP Today Podcast, a show that's a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. And tonight, I'm blessed by having two of my good friends, two of my buddies, two of my brothers here to record with me tonight. Uh, I missed you guys last week. I wasn't here. I had some stuff going on and some friends in town coming down from New York. So uh, whenever I can't record, I'm always, you know, jealous of not being able to be with you guys. But I'm with here with you tonight. two of my buddies. One's down south, a little bit warmer, and, and the other one was up north the other day, and the weather wasn't too bad. So, uh, Dan, how was your weather and how was your day yesterday?
2: Uh, it wasn't too bad. I was actually at the firehouse. Uh, we had a little bit of a busy day, but I, thankfully I was lucky enough to to catch a good portion of the Super Bowl. I didn't see all of it, but I got to see most of it. Um, you know, it, it was a good game. Uh, you know, I, I love seeing the uh, the Disney commercial come out the day after, so that was fun. I didn't really have a uh, you know a, a stake in the game, so to speak, so I really didn't care who won uh, but uh you know, I had a couple of bets out there, nothing nothing ridiculous, but uh you know, I won a couple of things and lost a couple of things, and you know I'm sure there's some some Kansas City fans happy this morning, and there's probably some Eagle fans that are really upset, but I'm just kind of in the middle.
1: Did you uh, bet on the Gatorade color? I know that's a big bet that goes You know on. what?
2: I was going to do that. I, I so wanted to do that. And for honest to God, I, I looked at purple and the odds for that were actually really good. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should put like five or 10 bucks on it. I didn't do it. The one prop bet that I did bet, I bet, I, I want to say I bet like five or 10 bucks on on whether or not there would be a field goal or an extra point that would hit a post or a, a crossbar. Mm-hmm. So I, I went ahead and I put like five or 10 bucks on that, and that actually won because I think uh, Harrison Butker, the Kansas City kicker, actually poinked uh, one off the. Yep. yep. So that was my only win yesterday, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Their loss is your win. So. Mm hmm uh dave were you upset that you didn't have uh mahomes for a uh for a tour today So he went to disneyland i know the norm seems to be disney world i know they were out in arizona so right i think it was more
0: like how far to travel and things like that and if memory serves me correctly i'm pretty sure he came to disney world when they won uh on a previous occasion what three years ago is okay. that correct is that a mm-hmm. thing? I think two, two, I think years, two ago? years ago. Sure. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He, he's been to visit us before. So um, but yeah, I'm assuming that it probably had something to do with the location, uh, time zones and all of that. I mean, they played until late in the evening and then they probably partied pretty hard. So uh first thing in Magic Kingdom and losing two hours of sleep would have been pretty rough. <laughs> uh uh, and also I think they then try to also keep them on the, uh, on the circuit for the nighttime shows and things. So they've got to get them to like, so he was probably going to be on Kimmel or something like that, which films out in California. So, uh, it was interesting to see the, in the couple of days leading up to the Super Bowl, uh, I had a couple of tours and just a general vibe in Disney world of some very vocal Philadelphia fans, <laughs> um, they're like they're they're renowned for being a little boisterous from time to time, and that's okay. But, uh, but like just just the whole Go Birds go! being yelled through the parks uh, as people uh, acknowledge the teams. But um, uh, there were some people wearing some very proud Kansas City Chiefs attire today. Like they looked particularly <laughs> chuffed with themselves, uh, um, and not nearly as much. Go birds, Being and the uh, park.
2: <laughs> yes, I um, did. I did see your post last night, though. You posted something that uh, you you had mentioned. I think last week that Magic Kingdom is usually pretty empty during the Super Bowl, and it sure was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we
0: did a. Uh, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago uh, in Patron. We uh, talked about um, places to watch the Super Bowl and sporting themed areas, and where to get in the vibe. And right throughout that Patron. Uh, Clip we were doing, I kept being like, don't watch the Super Bowl, go to the Disney parks if you're in Disney <laughs> World. Because unless you're like, it's your team and you're super passionately involved, like, I mean, uh, Haunted Mansion was posting a 13 minute wait, which we know means it was walk on nothing <laughs> like, and I think, I think Peter Pan was posting a 40 minute wait. Which is also insanely low for Peter Pan, but, and right. it probably wasn't even quite that bad. So it would have been interesting to see. Uh, sometimes, particularly in the evening, they'll post some of those times uh, a little bit higher ish, skew them just a little bit. So it would have been interesting to see whether it was actually even a 40 minute wait for Peter Pan. So, but yeah, so um, I did not bet on anything. Um, but I had a friend of mine send me a message being like, hey, I just saw your name on somebody's, is it called squares? Is that a thing? Mm -hmm. The boxes. Yeah, boxes. boxes. That was it. Uh, On somebody's boxes. And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, it must be a different Dave G that was trying to win something. (laughs) And apparently he won a good amount, but it wasn't me. So, (laughs) all right. Um, But, yeah, so, but it was a lot of fun uh, nonetheless. So I watched the game. I enjoyed it. It was fun. (laughs)
1: well I tell the one thing about the game if you were an Eagles fan and you were kind of disappointed that your team didn't win um, you know there was one good thing out of the game that we got to see and that was the Disney 100 commercial I mean that was Mm. one of the very very cool things I mean I I had no stake in the game either they weren't my teams that were playing but I kind of watched and I wanted to see what the halftime show was going to be and kind of check out what the commercials were and none of the commercials really stand out it's the one that really did stand out to me maybe just because I'm a little bit you know playing favorites but the Disney 100 commercial was great you know when I saw it come on I was was uh, pleasantly surprised to see it. Um, I, I, I know there was a YouTube spoiler on it about it before, and I didn't want to watch anything. I kind of wanted to see it you know, while I was watching it on TV. And um, very cool, very cool. So if your team didn't win, at least you get to see a good Disney commercial out of it.
0: Yes, indeed. Yeah. Also, the trailer for um, Indiana Jones Yes. Uh, played yes. very early in the game in one of the first uh, ad breaks that they went to, uh, commercials, and it was great. I was like, oh, really? I didn't see that one. I'm I'm a, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Like oh. yeah. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of, I guess villains. When you talk about, you know, the Eagles losing, I, you know, I hate to rub it <laughs> into their. <you> know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the Eagles as a Steelers fan, so uh, sorry to my oh, Eagles like fans. You. But we want to talk a little bit about villains tonight. You know, we've we've talked before. People have speculated that maybe someday Disney opens a fifth gate, they would have a villains park, but oh. hasn't come to fruition yet. So it's we're you know we're not seeing that. So we're gonna give you what's next best. We're gonna tell you what our best villains are, and uh, we kind of had a chat uh, head of the head of the uh, podcast tonight and we talked about what some of our favorite del- vil- villains were and um We kind of made up a list, you know, from 1 through 10, starting from number 10, maybe the least one uh, going up to number 1, which we think is the most evil Disney villain of all so uh, I know I've seen a lot of these movies, a lot of these villains are some of my favorite that I get to see when, and we're going to kind of chat about them a little bit tonight, I'm excited to talk about it with you guys and I'm going to start it off with one villain who I'm kind of familiar with, but I don't remember the movie that much because it was kind of, I watched it in my younger years and I haven't really watched it too many times and um, the villain we're talking about is Percival McLean, right? Am I saying that right, McLeach. Dave? McLeach. McLeach, McLeach, okay. And that's that from The well. Rescuers Down Under. And um, like I said, not too familiar with that movie. Don't know that villain too well, but I know that was one that you wanted to have on the list. Tell I me why did. that was an important villain to have.
0: All right, so when we're getting into this, here's, here's how the a couple of things that I really took into consideration uh, when throwing together this list and trying to figure out what how do you start ranking evilness um but there were two things that stood out to me and one is intent um and the other is repentance um because a lot of the villains we see uh some of them like plunge to their deaths in our disney movies and we don't necessarily see them grow or change away from this Um, and then some they do vary in their intent like some are just wanting to cause some trouble or gaslight some people and others are like terrible terrible people um like and th- there's some very interesting choices that Disney has made throughout the years uh so with that in mind we uh we, I put Percival all seemically in. I mean let's be honest I'm a little biased on this one because uh he's a he's a he's an Australian let's be honest uh, <laughs> uh, it is from the rescuers down under um, he kidnaps a child and keeps them in a cage which is not good by any standard. And this has happened in a number of other movies. So it's more there as a representation of this, this vibe and this theme, but um, yeah, he, um, and he's quite mean to some animals at the same time. He's hunting a, a giant eagle and trying to like literally shoot it out of the sky. Like He's not a nice man, um, and uh, but it is an amazing movie. Um, I'm passionate about it, and I did want Percival C. McLeach to make an appearance, uh, particularly because, yes, his intent is is uh, way up there on the list of terrible things that he's done. Uh, Dan, have you seen this movie? You know, I saw this. I think when I was a kid. So, okay. Like the only the only
2: thing I remember him as being like he was like he was like an animal poacher. He and is. Besides. Besides kidnapping little kids, right. he was also like poaching little animals, and like you know, just just seemed like a real, real son of a gun. So to he speak. is. There's so. <laughs> a good description of it. A
0: son of a gun indeed. Um, now, um, there's one other. While we're here, sitting at towards the bottom of the list, uh, there's one other elephant in the room that I'm going to address. Um, that, that was somebody who I had on my list, and he just kept getting bumped down. Uh, and I know he's one of your favorites, Mike. I know he's way up on your list. We're, we've discussed him on this, uh, and he, I want to put him almost as like an equal tenth on this list, um, purely just so he rates a mention. Because, uh, to to quote Dan Rossi, he is a son of a gun. Um, and <laughs> but his and his intent isn't bad. He doesn't have a lot in the way of repentance either. But he's kind of focused on one person in particular, and that is Gaston.
1: Yeah, I, I love Gaston. He's one of my favorite characters. I think he's one of the best meet and greets. You know, you can go to when you when you're as you know when it comes to the Disney villains in the parks. Um, his personality is just so pompous. Um, I I he's one of my favorite characters. Um, you know. I've said it before, I mean, he's got his own little tavern over there, you know, uh, over right. there in the back of Fantasyland. I mean, you know, it's well-deserving. I think he should get his own restaurant. You know, maybe you could have some uh, some uh, cast members that kind of had that attitude, too. That could be kind of fun to play along with that if they had that kind of pompousness and, you know, uh, you know, conceitedness as well, yes. too, of being one of the best. I think it's yeah. the best way to describe him. So I, I like Gaston. He's one of my favorite characters. He's one of my favorite bad guys.
0: He is, and yeah. he is a crowd favorite, which is why I wanted to address it. Because as we go down this, li- as we go through this list, I know that right now there is somebody in the car driving, listening to this, screaming, and being upset that Gaston is already rating a mention and doesn't get further <laughs> up this list. But I want you to keep in mind this idea of intent and repentance as we go through, because there are some other real meanies that are terrible, terrible people. Uh, and that brings me to number nine on this list. Um, uh, a woman who steals a child, um, lies and uses violence to, and is like the ultimate gaslighter in, uh, and a, a real modern, um, a real modern villain in our more recent movies. Um, and that is mother Gothel. We have an opinion on mother Gothel boys.
1: I do. Mother Gothel was another one of my favorite Disney villains. And you know, when Sammy was growing up with her age, uh, the movies that she really had that she started to watch as a kid, like Monsters Incorporated, Toy Story, a lot of it wasn't really the Disney princess movies. One of the first princess movies she actually got into was Rapunzel. And to have that villain there was kind of one of her first exposures to um, one of those type villains. You know, like the like with the with the good and evil. Because you know, I mean, Toy Story. Yeah, the first Toy Story it, it didn't have the same kind of villainous that had the i mean it had its characters in it but not like that um Ponces incorporated yeah you had some of the you know some of the evil monsters that were in that too as well um randall you know wasn't one of the best characters but i don't think he's as evil as you know mother gothel was so that's one of my my daughter's first disney princess movies that I, she actually kind of wrapped her head, you know, head around and she really loved that movie so mother gothel definitely holds a special place in my heart she definitely belongs in a list of some of the worst villains
0: Yeah, like uh, there's a great uh, meme that goes around every so often and it discusses how um, there's that moment where she's telling Rapunzel that she loves her and uh, she says, I love you. And Rapunzel says, I love you too. And she says, I love you most. And in that moment where she says, I love you most, she's actually no longer talking to Rapunzel because as she says it, she tips Rapunzel's head And she's looking at her hair. So she's not actually saying it to Rapunzel. She's saying, I love you most to the hair that keeps her young. Yes. Like Mm. she's, she's a piece of work. Um, And so, so yes, the whole abduction of a child is actually a little bit of a running theme throughout this. Uh, (laughs) Apparently it's something that Disney keeps coming back to Um, Definitely a feature that makes a villain for me, Dan Rossi, yes? Yeah, I, I mean, see she's, your
2: name, she's the, she is the classic Disney villain where she, you know, she she's more concerned about her beauty, and she's not stealing it from Rapunzel, but Rapunzel is the reason she has that youth and beauty, and, uh, you know, like you said, you know, when she tilts her head down and, and says, I love you most, I mean, she that's what she loves. She loves the fact
0: that she keeps her youth and beauty by keeping that hair nice and long. It's the ultimate narcissist. Um, And there's a theme here that I'm going to come back to, which I wanted to mention with regard to mother, mother Gothel. Uh, A friend of mine said this to me the other day and I was like, yes, this is what makes her terrible. And that is, and this is why I think she resonates so well with, uh, with people and why we, we, love her as a villain so to speak and that is because mother gothel exists like there's going to be other ones that we come to who are created imaginary story characters that are the mistress of evil so to speak um and things like that um who don't necessarily exist in the world but we can see elements of Mother Gothel in people in the world. There are people that Mother Gothel is more or less based off. Mm-hmm. Um and the fact that they exist as a real person that we can associate with somebody makes them that even that more villainous in the way they um in the way they <laughs> they conduct themselves. I have no idea how to segue between Mother Gothel's reality <laughs> and where we're headed to next because we just, jump just-
1: I'll just say, Mike, tick number eight.
0: Yeah, like because we <laughs> jump to something, who somebody who is definitely a villain, and we step outside Disney animation for this one, uh, and we jump across to another brand. Mike, number eight.
1: Tell me that. Yeah, when we were talking about, you know, we we all kind of compiled and threw our hats in the the ring for what, you know, villains we wanted. And we kind of said, well, yeah, he definitely ranks up there. He's certainly a villain and part of the Disney, uh, you know, franchise now. And that's Thanos. And Thanos is one of the the most evilest Disney villains out there, so to speak. Uh, Definitely in the Marvel world, he's definitely one of the worst. Um, And... Another great Disney character, and well, another great Marvel character for sure. I mean, you know, he's he he was what was amazing in those last couple of movies. No, I
2: agree. I mean, he he's just like he's like this genocidal warlord. I mean, but at the same time, like, he actually thought he was doing something good, like. You know, so, I mean, yeah, he's a villain, but he thought he was, like, he thought he was making the world better, which I guess might even make him more evil, like, in Demented, because he thought, like, he was doing good by killing all of these people.
0: Only 50% of them. Um, like, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, it, it's it's this weird, and this is why I got, like, this intent versus repentance element of of this to, to for us to think about as we went through this, because yeah like and and so i'm going to tie back to a conversation that i had a few moments ago where i mentioned like people being upset that's that gaston isn't on the uh, isn't higher on the list but i mean Gaston was literally chasing one girl and willing to attack a castle full of uh, enchanted objects and a beast uh to keep her that's really his whole drive Like, whereas thanos wanted to wipe out half the population (laughs) just just big big snap and so uh i found that interesting and um and there's one other reason why we started delving into this which we'll get to in a few moments but yeah thanos is uh way up there on that list uh of evilness um as we as we round the corner and head into number seven um where we, we start to... it's It gets murky. There's a whole lot of evilness um, as we head into this. Um, An iconic evil character. Uh, Dan, tell us about number seven. Uh, number seven
2: is Scar. Uh, I mean, Scar... I mean, he is evil beyond evil. I mean, he wants to essentially kill his own family in order to be in, in control. I mean, like, he... He kills his own brother, and then... And then he banishes his nephew, you know, to go away forever. And then he takes over this whole world. And even, even like the, the hyenas that are part of his world, like they're on his side,
0: they turn on him in the end too. So, I mean, he is evil beyond evil here he really is it's it's and then like he's such a bad manager once he actually gets control that like the entire thing is plunged into famine like he's yeah he, he's he was never right for the job and he was willing to kill to get it
1: yeah that's crazy my I- I was looking at this list and I said, how does Scar wind up at number seven? You know, and there's still a lot ahead of him. And then when I start looking at the next six and I'm like, yeah, I guess he kind of belongs where he belongs because right. uh, he, he, he was bad. And, you know, I mean, it was one of the most, you know, gut wrenching scenes in Disney history. I think when, you know, when, <laughs> when, the, when the father dies, um, you know, that was, uh, like was that, the, the, that haunts you. <laughs> like moving
2: forward. Like it's, this it, is it's pretty deep. Like it's, pretty deep. it's, it's tough to put Scar this low because, again, like I said, he's killing. It's not like he's just killing someone; he's killing his
0: own brother. Right. So, like, he he is he, very evil. and he's killing his own brother in a planned attack. That, like, and he was right there in control, and like, it's completely premeditated in what yeah, he does. He, like, from an he could have evils- had a moment of yeah. He
2: could have had a moment of like, hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. And but he, didn't.
0: he did not he did not <laughs> all right number six uh, i'm gonna throw to mike again because i agree with him being on this list and he's an incredibly evil character um tell me about number six
1: mike uh, number six is uh someone who i wanted to throw into the list um it's somebody who i thought was you know, when we talk in Disney movies, belongs in the franchise, and that's Emperor Palpatine and um, one of the worst people out there. Um, there's not one good element of it. You know, we kind of said, well, what about Vader or what about Kylo? But, you know, they all have a little bit of a good side. When you start getting into the top part of the list, you have to have that that element of having no sense of any kind of goodness. Um, that was really where I thought he belonged. Um, definitely one of the most evil people ever. No good about him. I mean, other than he had a granddaughter you know and that's that's the only there had to be a little bit of love or something going on there to you know have that have that kind of relationship with somebody and have a grandchild but um no he's one of the absolute worst there was no redeeming factor with him whatsoever
0: yeah i was just looking at the list and i realized i might have mixed two around but they're 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 terrible people and and these these, as we head into the top of this list there's a few of them that you're like yeah like and yeah halpentine sitting at five or six like you could easily argue that he deserves to be higher like he he's willing to stop at nothing to kill off everyone if necessary he's the ultimate uh puppet master and manipulator of uh, to gain control and i mean order 66 takes out dozens and hundreds of people all around uh all around the the galaxy Uh, At his command, like it's, it's crazy. Like um, there was a really cool meme. I don't know if you saw it recently, uh, Mike going around. Uh, It's got Hayden Christensen um, building a lightsaber in, um, in galaxy's edge. And I don't know whether it's in California or here in Walt Disney world. Um, And, uh, but he's holding this lightsaber. It's lit. And within the same shot, there's a small child. <laughs> and everybody's like
1: oh.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe he shouldn't be left alone there um but I thought it was a cool Star Wars joke in the in the middle of uh, of that so um I said I mixed two around but um moving her up uh one definitely doesn't um take anything away from Palpatine who is terrible um let's talk about one of these iconic villains uh, that came about early in the uh, Renaissance of Disney animated movies um, she really brought back that villainous element um a, a master manipulator and from the moment she enters uh, the the first time she really interacts with uh, the storyline, um, you, you get this uneasiness about her and then you watch her shapeshift i was talking about Ursula um a giant squid that um attempts to take control of the seas and um, bend the will of all of the inhabitants to her um she collects beans as like shrivelled up worms um and that's kind of messed up
2: dan oh you're taking a drink dan yeah i mean she's she, yeah i mean what she was banished by king Triton right from right. from the whole kingdom like like she's just you know she's she's very vengeful you know she's she is. she's dark she's wicked she she has a little bit of a sense of humor but you know what she does love flotsam and jetsam right like so right? she she i a guess she poopsies. does have a little bit of a soft yeah poopsies yeah <laughs> they're, they're a little bit of a soft side to her but I mean, she is a shapeshifter. I mean, she could turn into a beautiful woman. And, uh-huh. you know, she's very, very manipulative. So, I mean, again, I, again, when we came out with this list, I thought she was going to be higher. But, again, there are just so many different so, Disney villains to put in different spots here.
0: She's got this, uh, her first, uh, there's a short scene early in the movie. But, like, just the way she then, the first time she meets uh, Ariel, um, she's in her Cave boudoir, whatever word you want to use for it, and um, and Ariel's at the doorway, very nervously, and she's slinking in the shadows, and she goes, "Come in." One shouldn't lurk in doorways. One might question your upbringing. And it's just this underhanded manipulative little statement saying that she's like she might be one of the princess of triton but like yes she's still she still hasn't been raised properly and taught and it's just like this once again this gaslighting that we see in so many of these uh evil
1: evil people
0: um do we have anything on ursula before i jump to the next one
1: one thing that I can say is, not to spoil anything from the upcoming ones, but out of a lot of the characters that we have on here, this is one that definitely deserves her own standalone movie. There should be a backstory movie. There should definitely be a... Ursula movie I think it would go over well um there's a couple of other Disney villains that have kind of had their own standalone ones talk about their story and kind of maybe their side of the story I think she's well deserving of that she's that kind of great character and I think there'd be a lot of uh backstory to her story and and uh it would be a fantastic movie for everybody
0: um a good friend of mine that is 100 true Mike I 100 agree with that a friend of mine was actually telling me something really interesting today. Wow. I was talking about that we were going to record this and uh, chatting with a friend of mine. And he was like, Did you know the original voice for Ursula was going to be B. Arthur from the Golden Girls? Really? Um, and they had even started recording and like messing with the character and things like this and uh, her and I believe it was Alan Menken uh, butted heads on the project they were like, they had two very different ideas of what uh, the character was going to look like and she just kind of, Beatha apparently stepped away from the project uh and they brought in pat carroll who um did this iconic that laugh of pat carroll's uh rest her soul passed away within the last 12 months but um yeah i found that fascinating i i didn't know that until a friend of mine told me so i was (laughs) like there you go all right um we are jumping to number four and number four is somebody that I think needs to be further up this list, but I don't know how to justify it, okay? Uh, He is not necessarily the most well-known villain, but he is a terrible, terrible person. Um, He is attempting a genocide, for want of a better terminology. Uh, He um, tries to and has the intent to kill a baby in the first Four minutes of the movie uh he sings one of the most dark demented songs that has ever been released in in a disney movie uh it, the song is called hellfire and i am talking about judge claude frollo from the hunchback of notre dame uh mike thoughts on this character
1: yeah, and another one where I said, "Well, where does this placement belong on this list? Could, list could definitely go higher up on the list. Could definitely, you know, there's so many good characters there. I could definitely see where he belongs. I, I agree with you. I think he belongs in the top five. You know, I mean, that, that's a that's a pretty tough category with the the past people behind him. And I definitely think that uh, he's one of those characters that belongs there.
0: He's a religious zealot who is like so focused on a mission from god and not like a blues brother mission from god like very different um we're on a mission um (laughs) um he's so focused on this mission that he's killing off the gypsies and using his place of privilege and uh power to systematically wipe them out um dan how familiar are you with this character uh, this is where I'm going to take a ton of heat from our
2: <laughs> I don't think I've actually sat
0: start to finish and watched the entire movie before. It is an so underappreciated gonna... <laughs> movie, so I'm not. I'm not going to hate on you in this moment. There's going to be somebody. I want to say, but you know what? But you know I, I what? I love. I love a lot of the music. Come, come at you though, like the music. I love a lot of the
2: music. Yeah, yeah. I know. But you know what? So you know, shame on me. Okay. That that's going to be that's going to be a, an assignment. We'll put that on Room for Growth.
0: <laughs> um, he is a he is a terrible terrible um uh, character. And he uh, the song I mentioned is uh, like this talking about like burning in the depths of hell and um and but then the, the song that he sings to uh Quasimodo earlier in the movie where he like is Once again, we come back to this theme of gaslighting. Disney has created these amazing characters for decades um, that take us through this, Um, but he fits into, the last thing I'm gonna say on him, is he fits into the same category as Mother Gothel. And that is the thing that makes him so villainous is that there are people, I hate to say it, like him, who exist in the world, who use their their zealotry or their um, misguided faith in something to justify, also a little bit fantasy, um, to justify their actions of, of evilness. and um, And yeah, like we get... Mother gothels in the world and we definitely could go looking for and find some uh judge claude frolos that have uh done some terrible things in the world um based on their their opinions and their their where they think they're going i am going to take number three because number three is one that i have trouble placing any further down the list i hate this character with The Passion of a Thousand Burning Suns. It upsets me on a visceral level, all right? I have since the very beginning, and here's why. When we take Ursula, when we take Palpatine, when we take somebody that we haven't mentioned but we know is coming, um, we, we take these iconic symbols of, of evil that embrace it. Uh, I mentioned her title earlier. We've got somebody coming shortly who, like, outwardly refers to herself and as the mistress of evil. They accept this as part of their being, and they're very open about it. Like, they they understand that yes, they are killing people off, or usurping power, and doing terrible deeds. Um, and they're very open about it, and they're like, "This is who I am." Number three hides behind a veil of hugs, fluffiness, and the smell of strawberries (laughs) to lure people in. Uh, I am talking about Lotso Bear from Toy Story Three. Lotso, like like, I (laughs) just—it's somebody I just keep coming back to as a terrible, terrible character that I just can't get behind. Like, there are some people who are like, oh, no, he's just misunderstood. He was... He had, like, like he got... He felt like he was cast aside, and he... But he let that change him, and when people showed him the goodness of the world, he literally kicks them into a fire pit. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: this is not a good person, and, um... Dan,
2: are you pro Lotso? No, no he's definitely in my Andy top ten. Lotso. He is de- first, first and foremost. Whoever, whoever produced the Lotso stuffed animal, I like. They're a, they're a flipping genius because I don't know how old ours is, but that still smells like just the <laughs> strawberry goodness. So I don't know how they've done that, Isn't but it was like <laughs> it is. It is an absolute miracle, but I love it. Mm. Well yeah, I mean he's just like I mean, you know, he he was done wrong, you know? He was done wrong and he never he never recovered. And he, you know, he kind of just, you know, he's kind of like the the king of of the daycare there and he's sending all the new toys, you know, t- to the area that he doesn't want to be at, you know? So it's like, okay, you know, it's not that bad, but what really got me is at the end where 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 Woody and Buzz saved him. Like they Right. They, that was that was his chance to like turn and be like you know what? Maybe, maybe things are going to be all right. And, and he still turned it on them and was sending them down the incinerators. Like, see you later. I'm out of here. Like he, he is evil beyond evil. I mean, I guess because he's not such a huge Disney character, you, you would, I wouldn't think to put him in the, in the top three like
0: this, but he is evil. Is evil. Thank you. (laughs) Mike,
1: are you coming to Lotso's defense? no i couldn't come to his defense talk about being scarred and you know and 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 it's 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 one of the like you said he had the opportunity to do good you know i mean even darth vader saw the light side sooner or later you know and uh, like
0: (laughs) and and we so couldn't
1: vader is this iconic villain but we do
0: see this repentant element of vader in those last moments where he sees what he could have done differently like lotso is given this moment to see it and he literally as i said kicks them into a fire pit this is not i'm not like using words that don't describe it accurately he's a terrible terrible person um or bear but um not only that um he's running a death camp for toys can we discuss that <laughs> Like, he's got like a gulag of toys happening at Sunnyside Daycare and he's all about
2: seniority it's not,
0: all about seniority he's like <laughs> he, he's sacrificing them to to make sure that he lives this plump <laughs> lifestyle um in, in the lap of luxury like but it it's just the way he like rolls in in that dump truck that chonker truck at the beginning and he's like Come on here, I'm a hugger. And he he welcomes them (laughs) in. And he's just so terrible. And I realize I've spent twice as long talking about Lotso than I have about any other character so far. (laughs) But we're getting into the worst of the worst here. Um, I probably wanted to put Lotso above this next one. And my wife yelled at me. (laughs) my wife looked me dead in the eye and said how can you put a bear that picks on other toys above a woman that wants to kill puppies (laughs) and she loves her animals my wife is an animal lover um Cruella DeVille gents why is she number two
2: Uh, I mean honestly for me like she might be my number one and maybe that's just because like that's when I, you know, that's from a long time ago when I was, you know, I was a, I was a little Rossi back then, and like she scared the bejesus out of me. You know, she wanted to kill puppies. Like e- even when she was driving her car, she looked like her car looked scary to me. But like, have you guys ever heard of the movie Mommy Dearest? Sounds familiar. My, I,
1: don't, I don't know if I saw it, but I've heard
2: of it. Like for whatever reason, and, and if any DDP. Uh, DDPs out there, uh, like, have ever heard of this movie. Like, Mommy Dearest, like, reminds me of Cruella. Like, she, like, it was... Oh, my goodness. I got nothing. Wire hangers. Yeah, go ahead and Google that. Google wire hangers. Like, that's what I picture Cruella de Vil is. Like, she is just, like, just evil beyond evil. Like, when I was a kid, she scared the bejesus out of me. She
0: wanted to kill puppies. She wanted to, like, just... Uh, She's just, ugh, I hate um, I do love your mention of her car. It's le- that the oh. maniacal driving of the car where, like, oh, yeah. it's also a gift that I use on a very regular basis, so, um, and, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she is evil, and, like, she tries to get the puppies, fails, and then sends her henchmen to steal them, like, it, she's not a nice person, and she's like at one point later in the movie she's like i want the job done tonight like she's like she's real mean about it like yeah she's she's just happy to go around killing puppies mike
1: yeah no she's definitely definitely an evil character um you know she wears those i think in the original ones in hundred round animation she's wearing those fur coats you almost <laughs> want to think that maybe those coats were made out of a, you know a particular <laughs> animal you know she's uh she's definitely up we there all when know it comes where they to evilness. Came from. Yeah So uh, Yeah You know But yeah Definitely not one of Definitely belongs in the top three. Uh, belongs where she belongs. Has her own standalone movie. I completely stand by that. So uh, yeah, um,
0: she's actually had a couple of like uh, movies um, because we got the Glenn Close movie. Um, hold on, while I take a look uh, because the original came out in 1961. Uh, we got the Glenn Close adaptation in 1996, which is I think amazing. And she, Glenn Close, is an incredible Cruella uh, Deville. We have seen. Her, uh, We've chatted about her, we actually did an episode um, a few months ago about uh, live action remakes of, um, of animated movies uh, and it ranked real high on our list because she's so iconic in that role. Uh, and then we also got the 2021 uh, Cruella. Um, uh, another great movie that looked at like even more of her backstory uh, and took the story in a different direction again. Have you seen both of those adaptations?
1: I have, I have. I've seen I've seen the most recent one, but I haven't seen the one before that. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, there you go. D-
2: Anne. Yeah, the the most recent one I just saw recently. I thought that was actually really good. It kind of painted her in a, in a different light, but again, it was still a really good movie.
0: It, it gave some interesting reasoning for some of her right some of her villainous ways um last but not least we talk about judge claude frollo we talk about lotso we talk about cruella these evil characters and like i kept wanting to bump this person further down the list but like she's that iconic symbol of disney villainy like you ask for if we were playing family feud and it was name a Disney villain. I have a feeling this one is always going to get like like sixty seven uh, out of the hundred people <laughs> surveyed that are going to answer with this particular uh, character. Um, I've mentioned her a couple of times by her title, the Mistress of Evil, um, Maleficent. Is it? It's hard to knock her off the top post. Can we yeah, justify sure. it? Can we?
2: Yeah. Well, like uh, I said... Uh, I, present an I, argument. I, uh, who who I, goes I, higher? I love Cruella, but again, like, Maleficent is, is hard to argue with. I mean, you know, she just... She's very vindictive. I mean, she wasn't invited to Aurora's christening, right? Is that what it was? Like she, she gets upset so she's,
0: because she didn't so, get a party yeah. invite. <laughs> so so she, she's mad. And her, so her, her answer you know, is, I'm gonna kill the kid that I didn't yes, get the I'm party a- invite for. I'm like, that's
2: messed <laughs> up. That is a little messed up. So, I mean, like, you know, she's not killing puppies. She's killing babies now.
1: <laughs> right. She's, like, she's going for it. Like, uh, Mike. Yeah, what if The Invitation got lost in the mail? You know, I mean, now she's this evil woman. No, I I, I love that movie. I think Angelina does a great job playing Ooh, the evil live Malchison. action
0: remake of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, I think those were fantastic. Um both of them were really, really good. She has one of the best. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the, you know, the afternoon parades at Disney. One of the best floats when it comes to, you know, the parade. Oh. Uh, very, very cool. One of my favorite characters. I, I really like it a lot. I think it's Maleficent definitely belongs uh, in the top five. I agree with it being in the top one. Yeah, it's
0: and it, as I said a moment ago, it's really hard to figure out who goes higher than her. Um, uh, the uh, this friend that I chatted with today, who told me the couple of things about Ursula, who told me the um, and we and also gave me the insight into the whole uh, Judge Claude Frodo, Frollo and Mother Gothel being like real people in the world that make them so villainous uh, and terrible. Um, there was a great conversation where he and I were discussing. Uh, Towards the end of the movie, just after um, Sleeping Beauty has pricked her finger on the spinning wheel and has collapsed, the fairies rush into the room and are looking for her. And Maleficent has positioned herself in the room and her cloak is like coming out from behind her. And she goes, here is your princess. And she whips her cloak away and reveals like the crumpled body of Sleeping Beauty uh, on the ground. Um, And then she like evaporates into a green ball and floats away. And (laughs) the conversation was like, did she rehearse that in the room before the fairies run in did she feel like okay i'm gonna cover in my cloak and then reveal this dead body like lying on the ground it was just this ridiculous conversation about how what's going on behind the scenes in maleficent's head before that moment happens but um that's just what to um Tour guides sometimes talk about in the office when we <laughs> when I when I pick this friend's brain on we're going to talk about Disney villains and I know you love them so have a chat with me. Um, it was <laughs> just some bizarreness. Um, going back through the list: Maleficent, Lotso, uh, Maleficent, Cruella, Lotso, Judge Claude Frollo, uh, Ursula, Palpatine, Scar, Thanos, Mother Gothel, Gothel, Percival C. McLeach. I stand by my statement at the beginning of this episode that it was hard to put guest on much higher but he did rate an honorable mention in there. Um I also loved today when we were chatting about this um you literally threw this into the into our group chat of Hey, Mike is like hey we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about villains and in the space of like about a minute and a half I quickly typed out everyone I could think of and like <laughs> I got real deep I got to like Chernobog which is like looming large in the back of um of Dan's uh <laughs> image behind his head right now um also in writing this list out, I was then annoyed that, like, Jafar and Hades don't make the list. Captain Hook, Lady Tremaine, Shan Yu attempts to wipe out, like, he literally wipes out an entire village in the middle of a movie, um, and, and in the middle of Mulan. And we, like, and I'm like, yeah, he's a really terrible guy, but I, maybe he should have made a, a higher up this list. Uh, and then there's just Yzma, who is gross and weird and hilarious as well. So, um, some fun... Oh, and of course, the Evil Queen. Once again, chasing a single person. I get it that her name is the Evil Queen, but she's chasing a single person because she's vain. It's a whole Gaston kind of conversation again. So, yeah. Alright, these are the things that have gone through my head while we've been talking about villains in the last 24 hours uh, in our group chat. Um, uh, I hope this list was okay and I hope I'm sure somebody is going to take to our Facebook feed uh to give me their version of a list and uh, argue why Lotso should be lower down and I will not hear it okay <laughs> Derek Pitzer I'm looking at you I feel like you're coming for me again and I, I I will not hear it okay he belongs exactly where he is um and I will argue with you on the Facebook group
1: you know, one of these things we talked about was some of these really cool villains that were part of the Disney franchises and the histories and one of those things. And when you're in the parks, a lot of times you have the opportunity to have meet and greets. You know, we talked about a Gaston meet and greet. Sometimes it's a Maleficent meet and greet. And you know what? If you get those meet and greets, put them on a Facebook page. Because we have an amazing DDP Today Facebook page. And they post some great pictures from our DDP family. It brings you to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week.
2: Pics of the Week. Pics of the Week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. Time for it's us time to, for to get us our, picks,
1: to get of the our picks of the week. All right, guys, you know how much I love my favorite thing every week, and that's picks of the week. Uh, Dan, why don't you give me your pick of the week?
2: Uh, my pick of the week is going to go out to Chris Lear and Andrea Lear. They uh, arrived at Saratoga Springs yesterday, spent a weekend with three out of four kids in a treehouse villa. Actually, I got to spend uh, a, sh- a one quick night in a treehouse with Rick Reagan and, uh, and, and the suitors one time, and that was a great time. They loved it. Uh, they also got to do a cast member preview uh, for Tron, which sounds amazing. And it looks like, according to their pictures, that they're going to be probably, actually probably while we're speaking right now, they are probably on the Disney Wish right now. So uh, celebrating an, uh, their 25th anniversary. So happy anniversary at sea. Uh, and, yeah, that is definitely my pick of the week this week.
1: Very cool. Yeah, love the Lear family. We got to see, hang out with them on the DDP trip the last time. So uh, had a great time with them, and I hope they're having a great time on their cruise. Uh, Dave, what's your pick of the week?
0: Uh, mine is going to Ravi Brahma posted uh, a book. Um, he had picked up some light reading, uh, and it's it's a pretty heavy book, uh, The Imagineering Story. Um, it's a great book. Uh, it's a wonderful read, um, and I I love the way our DDP family tie their passion for Disney into so many different aspects of their lives. Um, We've got um, an entire group of people uh, that uh, do a book club um, and looks at some uh, and uh, look at some Disney books and uh, start some conversations based on them. Uh, when when a new one comes out, there'll there'll be a quick post of Hey, I'm reading this. I hope others want to join in. Um, there's been some fun conversations that have happened through that. Uh, and if you are looking for. Uh, another way to incorporate Disney into your life, I highly recommend uh, going across and joining that. You can find some uh, links through our Facebook page to the Facebook page for the, uh, for the book club element of uh, DDP today as well. And it's just a a group of people getting together to share something that we're passionate about. Um, And um, it's, it's a really good little, uh, offshoot of what we have created here so I wanted to give a shout out to Ravi uh, for picking a great book and sharing that that's where he's up to um, in his reading uh, so to speak I have two small children so I don't get enough time to read I, uh, <laughs> I need more audiobooks like because I get like 20 minutes driving to work and I'm like I'm going to listen to something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I should try to make more time for that. But uh, I
1: promise you I know
0: how to read. Uh, Thanks, Ravi, for posting it, and that is my pick of the week.
1: Very cool. Great pick. Uh, My pick of the week is going to go to Lindsay Ray. And Lindsay Ray says, even though it was a short day and a half, Elle and I had such a great time on our first mother-daughter trip. We got to through three parks and stayed up fireworks at the Magic Kingdom for the first time since she was a baby. She may have fallen asleep before they were over, but I'm still considering it a win. Uh, It's great doing a mother-daughter trip. You know, I never got to do a father-daughter trip with the girls, but what we did with uh, Laura and I when we were on our trips, we would dedicate a day where I would have a day with Sarah, and then I would have a day with Sammy, and Laura would have the same thing so we each get to have kind of like a special day with each other I never had a dedicated trip to them so that's awesome Lindsay um, that's something I always wanted to do with them now that Sarah's older she probably doesn't want to you know, do that with her dad anymore but um, I got to spend a couple of days here and there just me and her in the parks on our own and uh, did the same thing with Sammy so I know how much those trips are great and how much precious they are and you have some great pictures there and I hope you're having a great trip because you just posted this a little while ago so you should be down in Disney as we speak I was so going to say she's a great here time.
0: right now by the looks of yeah. this and um, and some really fun things like she within this post she posted a video a short clip of uh her daughter Um, painting at the wall at Festival of the Arts and doing some of those really, like, Mm -hmm. core memory kind of uh, experiences that you can do in Disney World. Um, And we've seen so many of our DDP family uh, talk about these sorts of trips. Um, uh, Ashley Lavourne Cook um, bringing her daughter recently. um, Some really fun uh, trips with just, like, doing some... uh, Sections of a family. Like it's great to uh, to celebrate Disney and have everybody together, but um, as you just mentioned when you got to peel off with the girls and have a day dedicated to them it gives you these uh these focused uh memories and experiences in disney world which is uh, um something that you get to look back on and cherish so um very cool um maybe we need to do an episode just about those things um (laughs) i love when we come up with ideas in the middle of of an episode (laughs) so um fantastic well yeah if you haven't yet joined um our ddp today uh, podcast uh, Facebook groups um, somebody the other week posted oh I've been listening for years and I only just joined the group and I'm like where have you been? Come across and join the conversation as well. It's great to to have us talking to you, but it's also fun uh, to, to have you participating in the conversation and being part of the family. So um, make sure you go across uh, and join us on Facebook. Uh, introduce your friends and family to what we do here. Um, and the other thing that we we don't promote enough is, um, by all means, leave us a review. Wherever you listen to our podcast, um, uh click into it and leave us a quick review. It's actually one of the ways that uh, the way the algorithms work that give us the, then the the bump to um, for other people that are just looking for something Disney-esque uh, can actually stumble across and find us. Um, so uh, if you haven't done it or if you haven't done it in a while, please, by all means, um, give us some stars. Uh, give us a recommendation and a review because uh, it leads more family members to join us here at DDP today.
1: Very cool. I'm going to take on to that a little bit. And I'm going to say that, uh, you know, I'm not big on the Instagram or Twitter stuff, but uh, my Sammy is. And um, Sammy loves going on Instagram. That's what, you know, little teenage girls do. They they, they love the Instagram stuff. And, um, you know, we've had a Disney dad Instagram page for a while. And it's not really gotten the kind of love that it deserves because, you know, us older folks, you know, especially us <laughs> in the uh, later years, don't usually Instagram that much. But we've put Sammy in charge of that. So um, yes. if you go on Instagram and you go on podcast Disney Dad. Um, you'll see our little icon on there. Sammy's in charge of our Instagram page now, so if you're a part of our Disney Dad Facebook page, please go over there. You know, like the page. Um, Sammy's been interacting with everybody on there. She's doing her best to get all the um, the followers up. So if you're part of our Disney Dad Facebook page, head over to Instagram, like us there too as well. If you have an Instagram page, and um, Sammy will get a kick out of that. And she's been responsive with everybody, and she's kind of taking that task on with pride. So uh, if you can jump on over there, and uh, hope to see you on that side of the page too. And Samuel, I'll be love chatting with you. So, um, guys, I had a great time talking about our favorite thing the villains. I mean, I love the villains, it's part of my. Uh favorite thing when it comes to a Disney movie or seeing them in the parks Uh, they have some great characters out there there's quite a few we missed I'm sure our Disney family is yelling out there well you forgot this one you forgot Jafar or you know uh, Captain Hook there's a lot of great classic Disney villains out there as well too the list could go on forever but I had a great time chatting with you guys I certainly missed you guys last week I couldn't be here Um, we're missing Justin and Joe this week Justin's packing for a cruise and you know anyone who's listened to the show before know that Justin takes a long time to pack yeah yeah so uh, he needed some time away to you know kind of get some stuff done and um, I do believe him and cat recorded a news show so that should be coming out as Ooh. well too so if you missed his voice this week it should be coming out shortly uh, with him and cat doing a little bit of a news review so uh, I had to get an edit on that very shortly but um, other than that I hope he has a great time I will be in the parks next week uh, I was blessed with the um, with with a uh, with going to see Tron getting a preview of that so I'll be writing that next week I'm gonna be there with Joe in person and I have a some audio Setup, up, so I'll be taking some audio when we're down there. I will be with the great, the magnificent, the one and only Rick Reagan, so having a blast. I am looking forward to seeing him and the family. It's been way too long, uh, and I'm looking forward to that big Rick Reagan bear hug, so it uh, should be good.
0: <laughs> it is something to look forward to. I'm looking forward to somebody else having actually ridden it that I then get to have a conversation with, because mm-hmm. I don't want to like ruin it, and I mean, you let me know, Dan. I'll tell you all about it, but I don't want to ruin <laughs> it. I don't want to do a spoiler uh, for, for what the ride is I got to write it uh, about three or four days ago I wrote it with my daughter who loved it um, I really enjoyed it I'm very passionate about uh, the Tron brand I've loved uh, both of the movies um, and I it's a it's a fun ride it's it's getting a little bit of pushback from some people in their reviews that it's not a terribly long ride um, that there is some challenges with um, particular people of a particular size uh, having some challenges getting on the ride um, because it is an interesting way in which you ride it. But uh, I loved it. I had so much fun on it. I wrote it like four times in one evening. Um, So I I hope you get the opportunity to ride it uh, as well. Uh, Mike a couple of times and uh, I look forward to being able to actually chat with you about it Mm -hmm. very Very much. Uh, Dan, wrap us up, take us home.
2: Yeah, no, I had a good time tonight. Uh, You know, the, Again, some of the, I, I've I've learned a lesson here. I am going to have to watch the Hunchback of Notre Dame. It Keeps like, coming I, up. I, okay, I, <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, again, like Disney keeps bringing it up in, in like some of their nighttime spectaculars. Like in like, I love the music. Out there I, is I it amazing. It. It, like, right.
0: It's an incredible really is. song. So, yep.
2: So you know what? It, it, it's it is time. All right. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to make the time to do it. But but yeah, I I, I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear uh mike's thoughts on tron next week uh i'll be there in march i'm actually there like uh they're doing like an agent uh social media fam Mm -hmm. so like i'm still holding out hope that if they're bringing all these agents out that they're gonna have us ride tron i don't know if it's gonna happen because it's it's happening when is that the ride actually it's like uh i want to say like the the 20th and 21st of march all right so it's it's right around that time. It's a little before it opens. So I'm, I'm holding out hope that, you know, hey, if they're bringing all these agents out there, they're going to let us ride it. But I don't know. Otherwise, it, it may be a while before I get to see it. So I'll be super disappointed if I don't. But I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to live vicariously through, through all of our DDP uh, members uh, and get their opinion of it. I mean, again, if it's a short ride, it's a short ride. I mean, I still love Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I know a lot of people complain that it's a short ride. But It's still really fun. It's a fun little roller
0: coaster. Exactly. And that's really what we're, that's why we come to the Disney parks. So um, I'm hoping you get on it. Uh, And I mean, I hope you get on it purely so that you're then able to discuss in detail and guide those people booking a Disney vacation uh, towards the best attractions that's going to suit them best because uh, if anybody is looking to book any kind of Disney vacation, uh, Away With Me Travel is the place to do it. Both Justin and Dan representing that brand here within DDP today. uh, We can always make sure to put you in touch with somebody who's going to take great care of you. uh, And we love and appreciate having Away With Me Travel uh, as part of our DDP Today family.
1: For sure. Very cool. And uh, just tomorrow's Valentine's Day. So we're going to have a little bit of a Valentine's Day special on the Patreon episode tonight. Ooh. The guys don't know what we're talking about, but it's Uh-oh. going to be involving Valentine's Day, a little bit of love and some weird traditions. So if you're not part of the Patreon family, then join the link on the bottom of the page and you get to hear what we're talking about tonight. Um, I We've I don't think you'd be disappointed. I think the guy's going to learn something today. Uh, you know, it's good to be a little educational sometimes, but, uh, and have fun at the same time, but I'm looking forward to talking to the Patreon family tonight. You guys are on deck. See you guys real soon. It is. Have a good night.
2: On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day. Spread some Disney love and keep moving forward. And that's a wrap.
1: This has been YDF Media Productions.